Welcome to Your Next Mission podcast with the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army and co-founder of the American Freedom Foundation, Jack L. Tilley. Proudly presented by Cavalry Agency, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue University Global, and Veterans United Home Loans. Good day out there, veterans and families, and welcome to season two of Your Next Mission podcast, a program initiative of the American Freedom Foundation. I'm Jack Adili, 12th Sergeant Major of the Army, and your host for today's show. And we have a, a great show for you today. In fact, we have an outstanding show. But before we start, uh, I want to thank our presenting sponsors, Calvary Agency, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue University Global, and Veterans United Home Loans for, for making Your Next Mission happen. They love our veterans and families, and as I always say, we love them too. Today, we're going to focus on the honor flight from San Diego, and I'm excited to introduce Holly Schaffner. Hope I got that correct. You did. Director of Public Affairs for the Honor Flight in San Diego. Yes, yes. Thank you for having us. Well, no sweat. Well, you know, Holly, just, well, again, thank you for being here. There's no question. I'm sure the audience is really excited about hearing all the stuff that you're going to tell us about the honor flight, but there's always a but. But before we do that, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I served in the United States Coast Guard. I uh, joined in 1987 and did 24 years with the Coast Guard. Uh, 10 years were enlisted and 14 as an officer. And I retired in 2011 and loved uh, every minute of it. Yeah, we ever wish you had stayed a little longer? Uh, sometimes, but I knew what my next assignment was going to be. Yeah. And, and I was ready to, to start a new chapter and, and get on with something new. So yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I stayed 36 and I was ready to start a new chapter. <laughs> <laughs> Holly, can you tell us about the Honor Flight in San Diego and about the history and, and why it started? Yeah, so uh, Honor Flight San Diego, we started in, in 2010. And the way that it started, uh, our founder, Dave Smith, his dad was a Marine Corps World War II veteran. Mm -hmm. And he heard about this thing called Honor Flight, <clears throat> called him up and uh, said he wanted to take his dad on the Honor Flight. And at the time, it was called uh, the Lone Eagle Flight because there wasn't a hub here in San Diego. Mm -hmm. So they flew his dad back to uh, Washington, D.C. to do this Honor Flight. And uh, his dad had the time of his life, just like most of our World War II and Korea veterans uh, have on this flight. And uh, when he got back to San Diego, he called the Honor Flight Network and he said, my dad had an experience of a lifetime. He says, I want to volunteer with the San Diego hub. And they said, well, there is no San Diego hub. And he said, well, there's going to be. <laughs> that's the way to start. I mean, you know, that's that's the way things happen. You know, that's really What's the criteria for taking a veteran on a flight? Just to raise your right hand and uh, took an oath to protect the United States of America and, and uh, Constitution of the United States of America. So just raise your right hand. Do, do, do you take different eras of, you know, World War II, Vietnam? I mean, is there a lot of different eras that you take? Or? Well, as you probably know, here in San Diego, we're so blessed to have so many uh, wonderful veterans uh, in San Diego County. So latest uh, stats say about 240,000 uh, World War II, Korea, veterans from all the different eras. And because we're so blessed to have so many veterans, we're still on World War II and Korea veterans where some of the other hubs, there's 130 hubs throughout the country. They've moved on to Vietnam veterans. But um, here in San Diego, we've taken World War II and Korea veterans and any veterans that are terminally ill from any era. So so, so you Vietnam. make the decision which which era you take, I guess. We no, do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, our policy is the most senior veterans first and, and they should go. I mean, as you likely know, the World War II veterans are, uh, you know, 90 
95 and greater to over 100 years old. I'm getting closer to that age. <laughs> <laughs> Two flights ago, we had six veterans that were over 100 years old on our flights. Oh so my goodness, yeah. When you're, uh, when you're up there in age, it's time to go on your honor flight. And um, so that's why we're taking them first um, on their honor flight. And it's a three-day trip to Washington, D.C. to visit the memorials that were built for their service and sacrifice. Yeah, that's real taxi for them. I mean, just going on the flight, three days is a lot for somebody 100 years old, I'm Shoot, sure. it's a lot for me. And, uh, <laughs> well, it was a lot for me, but now I'm taking a nap. It, now imagine doing it, you know, twice my age. So yes, it's a lot. Yeah. How often do these flights, uh, how many, how often do these flights, uh, you know, go? I mean, how many a year did they go across the country, I guess? Yeah, well, here out of San Diego, the only thing that we're constrained by is our funding. So it costs about $250,000 wow. um, to take one flight so we it's grassroots effort we don't receive any money from the government so we literally get five dollar bills in the mail from children at schools all the way to you know any donors that <clears throat> can donate you know large sums of money as well so to fundraise two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars per flight we try to do two flights a year but again we're constrained by the by the funding of the flight um but we would take as many flights as we could just to move on to the Vietnam era and then, you know, even more uh, younger eras than that as well, too. So it's really based on how much money you have, how it many is. flights you take. If you get, you know, a couple of million dollars, you'd take four flights a oh, year. Oh, boy, so. that would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so I guess you have a board of directors or that sit on there. Okay. We do. We have a board of directors. We have a chairman. Um, you know, I'm currently the vice chairman as well, in addition to doing public affairs and uh, treasurer secretary and um, so, yeah, we have good leadership in place and uh, that make the decisions on what we're going to do on, on the flights. Yeah. Now, I understand you brought a, a video trailer from a recent documentary and uh, that you do with the honor flight from San Diego. Can we take a look at it now? I, absolutely. Love to show it. All right. I think it's going to pop up here on the screen here. I served in the, in the Navy from 1942 until 1969 all during the Second World War, the Korean War, and the Vietnam War. I see uh, reflected in my memory of what was going on there, a reality that is very alive and very vivid and very real. I know that you guys wanted to spend some time with your friends. So we wanted to present that to you. Well, thank you. Oh. Honor Flight San Diego is a nonprofit organization driven solely by volunteers, and our mission is to get our senior veterans to Washington, D.C. to see the memorials that were built for their service and sacrifice. Saturday is a event-packed day, and we will go to the World War II Memorial, the Women's Memorial, then we go to the Korean Memorial, the Vietnam Memorial, the Air Force Memorial, the Marine Corps Memorial. It makes me cry. I'm so happy. It's unbelievable, the work that this group does and what they've done. Honor Flight San Diego is very fortunate to be part of many hubs nationwide. Uh, we have a special opportunity here in San Diego because we have so many active duty military. And it's always wonderful when we return home to have such an incredible turnout at our homecomings with active duty in their uniforms and thousands of people greeting our veterans when we return home.
What's made uh, some of these trips so very special is that we've had media and other partners that have come with us on the trip, and they've really got to tell these unique and very colorful stories of our military men and women in service. They're living history. I mean, I think that's the one of the best things about going on the honor flight trip is that you're sitting with living history and you're spending 72 hours with them. These trips are 100% free to the veteran. We have two needs, and one of them is to help us find our World War II and Korea War veterans. We need you to help us find them and get an application into us. The second need that we have is the ongoing donation support. We are 100% funded by donations. We see, receive no government funds. We have no paid staff. I got involved in Honor Flight through my grandfather. He served in World War II under Patton as a machine gunner. He asked me to be his guardian. I had no idea what a guardian was. I had no idea what Honor Flight was. But after that experience, I came back and had to be more involved. And having not served in the military personally, this is my way of serving now. Wow. Yeah, we go to uh, Arlington National Cemetery and we see the uh, changing the guard ceremony. And as you know, it's a quiet, uh, silent ceremony and it's simply amazing as well. And one of the surprises that you saw there was the mail call. And you remember from all your deployed days and just how special it was to get letters from home. And that's what we do for them. We keep it a secret. We uh, always get it between somewhere between four and 7,000 letters from around yeah, the country. Yeah and then um, give it to them on the honor flight on their way out to uh, to DC. And, uh, but the most special letters are the ones that come from their family. And, you know, the veterans are reading things that maybe their family has never said to them before. You know, it's funny you say about the uh, the mail call. I remember uh, being in Vietnam and if, if you got a letter, it just picked you up. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's, uh, and if you didn't get a letter, then you sort of down. Who produced the show? Who was the producer of the show, do you know? Or? Oh, um, it was a, a gentleman, it was a, a documentarian. Uh, his name is Palmer Durr. And we invited him to go on the honor flight. He wanted to do this. And so he produced a 20-minute documentary on uh, what the honor flight was all about. He took hundreds of hours of footage to compress it into those 20 minutes. Yeah, it's really amazing all the footage they got to take to get it, you know, to get it just right. And there's no question about that. Uh, we're talking with Holly Schaffner, Director of the Public Affairs of Honor Flight San Diego. And you're listening to uh, your next mission podcast with me, your host, Jack L. Tilly. Toast! Sergeant Major Army. And don't forget, if you're enjoying this discussion, please like us and click on that subscribe button below because uh, just like Holly's talking about right now, it's we're all in this the, this fight together as a team. Holly, to continue on our discussion, how many veterans usually go on these flights, on these honor flights? Yeah, you're normally we take uh, between 80 and 90 veterans per flight. And uh, like I said, we're still taking World War II and Korea veterans. Um, however, this fall, we are launching our first Vietnam flight and we're so excited about it. It's a special group. They're called the Navy How Three Sea Wolves. They served in country in Vietnam. Uh, if you look them up on the uh, internet, you'll see that there was no other unit that had more nighttime missions, daytime missions, combat missions. Uh, they did the riverine ops for um, for the Navy <clears throat> in Vietnam. They uh, um, just incredible. And sadly, they uh, lost 44 of their brothers uh, in Vietnam as well. And uh, they're the most decorated unit of um, the Vietnam War, the most decorated naval unit, and the most decorated avi naval aviation unit um, as well. So uh, for those reasons and so many more, the, uh, the final reason is that, if you can believe it, they came home from Vietnam 
And they weren't even recognized as a unit until 38 years after the Vietnam War. Oh, what a shame. Yeah. So for all of those reasons that I just talked about, they are going first out of San Diego. And we're truly going to honor those Vietnam vets that uh, maybe didn't get the homecoming that they needed to have. Uh, two things I'll tell you. One is they, they never did a very good job recognizing Vietnam veterans that came back. Because I, I came back and I mean, it was just terrible. And, mm -hmm. and it was really a shame. The second thing is I had a good friend, uh, Rod Berry, uh, up in uh, Washington State uh, was a, a river rat uh, in uh, in Vietnam, and, and unfortunately he got Agent Orange or something. He's got dementia, and he doesn't even know anybody anymore. And I went to high school with him, and it's really a really a shame. I tried to help him with these uh, with these medical issues and stuff, but he's got a hundred percent disability. And it's really what a what a shame is that uh, people like the people you just talked about that came back that had these medical issues that we didn't do anything with. Of course, we're doing a lot better now. Uh, do the veterans have people that accompany them on the flight? And what is, you know, what's the old, uh, what if a, an older veteran needs assistance? I know you talked about uh, medical assistance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, um, so every veteran is paired with a guardian and that's someone that's their battle buddy for three is days. Is it a family member or no? It can be a family member. It could be, when I went on the honor flight for the first time, mm -hmm. I didn't know my uh, veteran. He was a World War II veteran. Yeah. And I didn't know him until uh, we arrived at the airport together and I was his battle buddy for the weekend. And we're just attached to the hip and uh, <laughs> you do everything together. And um, for that weekend, you know, you help them on and off the buses. If they're of the age where they need to be pushed in a wheelchair, you push the wheelchair for them. Um, and so the majority of the veterans that we've been taking, because they are of, up there in age, they, uh, they've been taking family um, guardians because if they have any issues that, you know, um, that a family member need, need to take care of, help with hygiene, help with showering, um, administer any medicines, then a, a non-family member would not do that. Mm -hmm. So um, they're taking family guardians, but if they're in pretty great shape or if they ha don't have a family member that can go with them, then we provide an honor flight San Diego um, guardian. Flight. You know, I'd imagine uh, for a lot of them, this is uh, um, just so enjoyable. I mean, it's something they never would have gotten to do uh, and just a big experience for them. I mean, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's a lot of people financially couldn't take this kind of trip mm -hmm. and get this kind of experience. So it's Absolutely. Really, yeah, yeah. These, the veterans, they go at no charge uh, to them. I mean, we figure it's the least we can do to say thank you for your service. And so uh, the fundraising that we do um, makes their trip at no charge to the veterans. And do, so do you pay for everything? I mean, meals and everything, you give them a little stipend when they're up there or, no. or just got by the meals? Yeah, no stipend. But uh, we certainly, we charter because they're, you know, again, up there in age. We charter an aircraft that um, takes them. So the aircraft is all ours. So we take them straight into D.C. Um, so we don't have to take them on and off the plane. Um, so we do the aircraft. We do buses. We do the hotel rooms. All and the so meals. To keep them all together. To keep everybody together. And <laughs> so we do it. We put them all together. And um, the veterans don't pay for anything. Even an ice cream sandwich or a bottle of water. We take care of everything for the veterans for that weekend. God bless you for what you're doing. That's It's a big deal. It's a big deal. A lot of... A lot of people, uh, I guess a lot of people in life just just talk about helping people out. And at least what you guys are doing is helping some people that certainly deserve to get help in, in, uh, in life. So. Well, they do. And, uh, you know, what we've seen through the Honor Flight is, you know, sometimes when we say that it's a trip where they get to visit the memorials built for their service and sacrifice, it is really so much more than that. It really provides these veterans closure. You know, we have uh, veterans who served in the Korea War that were at the Frozen Chosen, you know, Chosen Reservoir. And wow. um, I mean, they, a lot of these veterans, no matter where they served, some of them have not had that closure. 
So to go on the trip and and suddenly be BFFs with uh, you know 84 other veterans and the stories start coming out, it really provides them closure. And um, you know sometimes their family members, if they're the guardians, they hear stories that mom and dad have never shared with them ever. And so to have that, it's it's incredible. And you see at the end of the three days, they have a new spring in their steps and then they stay connected with us and, and we invite them to events. They go and speak at schools to children and talk about the you know conflicts that they were in as well. And so uh, we like to say that it's a life extender um, to take them on the honor flight. You, you know, this uh, uh, a lot of a lot of people, uh, a lot of veterans don't tell their stories to their family members because they I, they probably I would think they probably can't relate. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, and other people that've been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Mm-hmm. They can relate to your stories and they understand your stories. I mean, I've talked to people about Vietnam and different places I've been all over the country, and and if, and if they hadn't served in the military, it's hard for them to understand them. And a lot of times, they want to change the subject well, and talk about other things. It is, and I also feel that um, you know, after World War II, these men came home from war from yeah. serving overseas, and they went back to doing whatever it was that they were doing before war they came back to you know work in construction or milkmen or postmen and they just didn't talk about what they did in world war ii so now when they go on this trip and they have their daughter their son their their granddaughter that's sitting next to them and then they start opening up about the stories you know from anything from like how did you have meals or what did you sleep on did you sleep under the stars mm-hmm. i mean just to tell stories like that to their grandchildren that they may have never heard is is amazing well you know a lot of them come back with scars mm-hmm. scars you can't see mm-hmm. uh you know i, I don't I'll probably didn't tell you but i i've suffered from post-traumatic stress for probably four years there are certain things that that i talk about that i'll tear up but i know uh i know to move on very quickly and get into something else but uh yeah it's it's tough in fact i talked to uh Today we had a couple of doctors on the show, and I talked to them about that, and, and they said it was a therapy for me to stay in the military. Mm-hmm. You know, because I worked through a lot of those. I'm sure you have a lot of some great stories that uh, that uh, you want to share with us that impacted uh, our veterans. Can you share any of those stories? Well, I think probably one of the greatest things about the honor flight, it, we have several surprises for them, which you saw on the video yeah. a little bit ago with the mail call. But one of the other great surprises is the homecoming. Yeah. So uh, we pack the airport here in San Diego. I mean, it's always 800 to 1,000 people. And, you know, the the band is playing, the music's playing, they're playing all the service songs. God bless America. Yeah. They're get, really getting it going. And uh, if you look out, when you get to the top of the escalator and you look out, it's a sea of red, white, and blue, and everybody's waving American flags. And it it is one of the best things I've ever been part of and it never gets old because these veterans don't know that it's coming. So they get to the top of the escalator with their guardian and they look out over the sea of red, white, and blue. And they say, what's this for? And the daughter will say, dad, this is for you. Do you get a lot of young adults involved with that? We I mean, do. I mean, because I, you know, it's one of the things I think is really a shame that the, you know, you start, you start looking back at our history and stuff, and sometimes that young adults or younger adults don't really understand, and that's a shame, but that's true, mm-hmm. and they're not as involved as, but you say you did get a lot of, I mean, you go to high schools and colleges, and, and they participate with you, We too. do. We have, uh, we always have an ROTC unit that comes oh, out, wow. and it's the yeah. color guard, yeah. and um, here in San Diego, we're, again, we're blessed to have so many active duty men and women that they man the rails to the uh, escalator, and so they're on the uh, on the steps, and they issue those first salutes to those veterans coming home. And um, it's just an experience that you just can't describe. And so we're we're truly given these men and women the homecoming that they didn't get after World War II Absolutely. in Korea. Yeah, yeah. And then we've taken a handful of terminally ill Vietnam veterans, and of course, 
you know, sadly, one of the Vietnam veterans who was exposed to Agent Orange um, passed away, who was on our um, flight in October, and he's just recently passed away. So, I mean, the urgency in the uh, to get these veterans on their flight, you know, it just couldn't be more urgent than to get them on the flight now while they can still appreciate it and, and uh, enjoy the flight. And then, of course, give them that homecoming yeah. when they uh, when they get back to San Diego. And we can't wait to do that for this big Seawolf flight um, this fall. Yeah, I got to tell you one, one quick story here that I, I remember I was in D, uh, up in D.C. when the honor flight arrived and they announced it over the loudspeaker uh, in the in the uh, in the airport. And everybody in the airport got off to the side mm -hmm. and they all started applauding and stuff like great. I just it just sort of motivates you and makes you uh, not, feel good about them, but also feel good about our country. You know, Absolutely. About the kind of things that uh, that people are doing. So, Absolutely. let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Your Next Mission podcast. You're watching Your Next Mission, proudly presented by the Cavalry Agency. They help brands dominate no matter their size. Ideas, strategy, action. This is Cavalry. Learn more at cavalry.com. Navy Federal Credit Union, the most trusted credit union owned by members of the military community, serving all branches of the armed forces and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Purdue Global, providing affordable online education for hardworking adults. Learn more about a personalized, innovative, and world-class education at PurdueGlobal.edu. Veterans United Home Loans, the number one VA lender for five straight years. If you're buying, they're funding your dreams. Learn more at VeteransUnited.com. Now back to your host, the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army, Jack L. Tilly. Welcome back. I'm the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army, Jack L. Tilly. We're blessed to be here today with Holly Schaffner, Director of Public Affairs for the Honor Flight of San Diego. And I want all of our listeners to reach out to me directly. Tell us, really tell us about your transition out of the military. Tell us what topics you want us to cover on the show. I tell people all the time, it's not my show, it's it's our show. Uh, tell us what you want us to talk about because we're all veterans, we all stayed together, whether or not you're 104 years old or you're 20 years old, and we all fight and live together. You can call or text me at 844-424-1134 and, and I'll actually reach back out to you. Or send me an email at uh, smatilly at yournextmission.org. Okay, let's pick it up where we left <laughs> off, Holly. I, you, you got such a great sense of humor and, and uh, we're having a good time here. Holly, we're heading into our final segment with you today and I I hope you enjoyed it just as much as I have. And I just have a really a couple more questions. I understand uh, you are starting a new flight this fall that will uh, be significant and, and for a special purpose. Can you tell us about that and the, tell us about the special group of warriors? I think you mentioned it already. Yeah, so they're called the Navy HAL 3 Seawolves. And uh, like, like I said previously, if you haven't ever heard about them, you should definitely go online. Um, there was a documentary that was done about them as well by yeah. a, a local producer here, lo local filmmaker, and it's called Scramble the Seawolves. So their story is that they provided the riverine ops in the rivers of uh, the Vietnam, <clears throat> rivers of Vietnam. And uh, the, when they got the call to scramble sea wolves, they were airborne in just a few minutes because uh -huh. they knew that the beep beep has hit the fan. Yeah. Um, so, I mean. Normally you can say it, but not today. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So it's called Scramble the Sea Wolves. And uh, you should watch that documentary just to give it a, a big appreciation as to. Who these men were they it was an all-male unit 
And um, yeah, you know, thousands of, of um, men served as sea wolves in different detachments in Vietnam. And uh, just amazing. Like I said earlier, they uh, were the most decorated unit in the Vietnam War, the most decorated unit in all of naval aviation history. Wow. I mean, the, um, the amount of awards, and none of us in the military ever do anything for the awards or the accolades. You do, mm -hmm. you do your job. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but these men, they went above and beyond. And so 219 Distinguished Flying Crosses, and that's just to get started. Um, and then, of course, sadly, four, 44 had lost their lives. Um, that were killed in action and more than 300 were wounded. So, um, yeah, for, for those reasons and so many more, these sea wolves deserve to go first. You know, they weren't even recognized until 38 years after the Vietnam War. And we want to we want to recognize them. Yeah. We want to make them go first and uh, and truly give them the honors and the, you know, and just thank them for what they did for us to keep us a free country. Yeah, you know, it's a shame that sometimes uh, it takes us a while to... to to honor people that should have been honored when they come back. No question mm -hmm. about that. You told me prior to uh, our visit today that funding for their honor flight comes from um, you know the private sector, individual companies, and, and some interest is participating in an honor flight uh, for just donating. Do you have a website uh, that people need to, to go to, to to donate? We do. It's uh, www.honorflightsandiego.org. And you can you know, go there. You can donate online. We have a PayPal account. You can send us a check. Um, we get uh, $5 bills from children. We get, you know, people hold fundraisers for us. I mean, whatever means that you would like to help get these veterans on their honor flight, every single, every single dollar that we raise goes directly to these veterans because a little fun fact about honor flight is that we're all volunteers. I was just going to say that you're all, nobody gets paid anything. Uh, no, no one gets paid. In fact, the, you probably lose money, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> from the chairman on down, uh, everybody's a volunteer. And so every single dollar that comes into to honor flight San Diego goes straight to the, putting those veterans on their honor flight. Yeah. I, I guess they pay for your meals when you're up in DC, I'm sure, don't they? Or do you have to pay for your own? No, we pay, we pay out of the honor flight funding for that. And, uh, the guardians that do go on the flight, their trip is not free. You know, of course, the veterans have served their country and um, they deserve to go at no charge to them. It's the least we can do. But the guardians, they pay $800 to go and be a battle buddy for a, a veteran. Wow. And we have a list. Trust me, we have a list two to 300 people long that just want to sign up to be a battle buddy for a veteran. You ever get any senior people? I mean, I'm talking about, you know, uh, not, not senior. Well, senior in the military and also senior in the uh, San Diego area. We do, and since I'm Coast Guard, I'll just share that with you, is uh, at this last honor flight, um, we had um, uh, Admiral Ray, he was the Vice Commandant of the Coast Guard, he came to our dinner that night, oh, wow. but it wasn't through my connection, yeah. it, it came through, he was the best friend of one of our Korea veterans, and we get a call one day that says, hey, there's there's this guy named um, uh, Ray, uh, what's his name? And I was like, I don't know. And they said, he served in the Coast Guard and we just want to know if we can invite him to dinner. And I said, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so they get to talking to talking about him and uh, they said, yeah, his name's Charlie Ray. And yeah. I said, oh, you mean Admiral Ray, like yeah. Vice Commandant of the Coast Guard? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he came and had dinner with us. And of course, one of my best friends is uh, Master Chief Petty Officer the eighth Master Chief Petty Officer of the Coast Guard, Vince Patton. I'm just going to bring that up. I was going to bring. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's been a guardian for us twice, and so he, uh, yeah, he, he he's been a guardian for either a World War II or a Korea veteran on two separate flights. So we've had him. Um, we have other Master Chiefs who have also donated their time to to come and do this. They fly in from Florida. They come from the D.C. area, 
and they just want to be battle buddies yeah. with um with these veterans and hear their stories it's about giving back it it's is. About, before you before you get any final thoughts here uh what uh what i like to do as part of a donation to the honor flight is uh give you twenty five hundred dollars <gasps> Seriously? Oh my gosh. You're gonna make me tear up. Well me too. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thank you so much. That that right there is the cost of a veteran. So you are sending a World War II Korea terminally ill veteran or a Vietnam veteran on their honor flight. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. Well, I only wish it could be more. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, That's uh, amazing. Thank you so much. I had no idea. <laughs> well, uh, Vince would probably beat me off if I didn't do something. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Thank you so much. We can't thank you enough. Yeah, all we'd have to do is just get your address and stuff, and we'll get it you know, when we leave here. Any final thoughts, anything you want to share with the audience? Wow. Well, I mean, how do you follow that up? I mean, that was that was huge right there. See, you got me crying, too. Is <laughs> that, you know, because I, I know how important it is. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's again, it's making a difference in life. And, and again, there's so many people that sit there and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you, but you're doing something. And you're making a difference. So we, we want to share in that difference. Well, I'm going to tell you that even after 24 years of serving in the military and, you know, I've been retired now for 11 years, this is the most rewarding thing I've ever done in my life. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, to see the, the changes that these veterans have after this three-day weekend and just to extend their life. I mean, why wouldn't we do that for these veterans? And so you guys are helping with that. I really appreciate that. Yeah, give, give us that website again or that phone number. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be www.honorflightsandiego.org, you know, 501c3 nonprofit organization. And uh, gosh, we just, we appreciate any donations that the community can send in and, and help our veterans get on their honor flight. Yeah. For you people who listen today, uh, <laughs> don't sit back and do nothing. Uh, donate a dollar, $10, $20, or whatever you can donate. And and help our veterans out because they uh, they did so much. I, I tell people all the time, when you raise your hand, where all these veterans that they raise their hand, they said, uh, I'll protect and defend mm -hmm. the Constitution of the United States. You know what that means? That means that uh, I'm willing to die for your freedom. So uh, don't forget, let's let's help them out any way that we can. Thanks to Holly Schaffner. I'm uh, Jack O'Tilly, 12th Sergeant Major. You know, you've been listening to your Next Mission podcast. And thank you again for listening today. Please visit our website at yournextmission.org. Leave me a review. I always say, leave me a good review, but if it's a bad one, I'm old enough I can take it. <laughs> hey, do we want to talk about the Coast Guard just for a quick second? Sure. Well, you know, that's the. Uh, I know this is, uh, you know, August is uh, the Coast Guard's birthday, so I just want to say happy 232nd birthday to the United States Coast Guard. It's August 4th of this year. Oh, I almost missed that. Thanks a lot, Holly, for letting me know. And it's Semper Paratus. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, I'm glad Holly got that in before we finish here. You can also visit our partners there who can uh, provide you with uh, you know, so many services that will assist you in uh, your transition out of the military. Also, please visit our corporate partners and see all the jobs that are available for you. Please know we want to assist you in any way you can. Let me say that one more time while my eyes, my eyes <laughs> watering there a little bit. Please know we want to assist you in any way we can. Please follow me on all my social media channels. I never thought I'd ever say this. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. And if you're enjoying our discussion and I, with Holly, and I, I know you are, if you're not, there's something wrong with you. Please like us and click on that subscribe button below. Don't forget, we want to hear from you. Please leave me a message or, or send me a text at 844-424-1134 or send me an email at smatilly at yournextmission.org. So, Thanks again to Holly Schaffner for being with us today. And 
It was great just uh, having you on the podcast. I want to leave you with three things to remember. We're dedicating season two of your next mission to all those veterans and family members who struggle with mental illness, which so often has led to someone taking their own life. Please reach out to someone you haven't spoken to in a long time and, and check on. I really call it a buddy check, but see how they're doing. See if they're okay. I, I tell people all the time, I had a couple friends here about nine months ago that uh, committed suicide. And, and to this day, I think, you know, if I just checked on would have made a difference. You never know. So check on them, see how they're doing. Secondly, I would, I'd like to see every veteran in America celebrate his or her service by uh, wearing their service cap, just like I had on, but wear it every Friday. Show your color, show people what kind of leader you are and, and what kind of person you are. Send me a photo, I'll, you know, I'll actually put it on my social media channels. And last, I wanna encourage everyone that's listening today, reach out to your neighbor, offer a smile or a, or a helping hand. Together, let's, let's try to bridge that divide that has affected so many of us here lately. Again, thanks for listening and thanks to Cloudcast Media, of course, our four presenting sponsors, Calvary Agency, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue University Global, and Veterans United Home Loans for you know, making your next mission happen. We appreciate all they do for our military. As always, see you on the high ground. hoo You've been listening to Your Next Mission, brought to you by the American Freedom Foundation. Learn more by visiting yournextmission.org.